When we're up to our eyeballs in all things December as music teachers, being efficient isn't just a nice to have, it's a must have. Today on Happier Music Teacher, how to be more efficient at home and at school. Hi, and welcome to Happier Music Teacher. Are you a music teacher who has no time, no voice, and you kind of need to pee? I'm Beth Duhon. I'm a Christian, wife, mother, musician, and former stressed hot mess music teacher. I've been there. Join me every week as we work on easy micro actions so that you can be a happier music teacher. Those of you that are close to me would not probably equate me necessarily as the most efficient person you've ever met. Beth Duhon and efficient are not necessarily synonyms. Yet, As a busy wife and mother and music teacher, I have come across a few tricks that work out well for me, and hopefully maybe some of them will be helpful for you as well. The first one that I do is I get my mail twice a week. So when I grew up, it was in a rural area, and the mail was an event. There was a mailbox right in front of our house, and we would listen for the mail truck. It always came around noon. The kids wouldn't take turns or, you know, fight each other to get the mail. It was a big deal each and every day. It was just a touch point during our day. In my neighborhood now, my mailbox is not right in front of my house. I actually miss that. It's actually about a 10-minute walk away. So whether I'm driving to pick it up or walking to pick it up or however it happens, I choose to get it twice a week, so Wednesdays and Saturdays. And when I get it, I make it part of my routine to sit down and process it. I feel like that's enough to let it pile up a little bit, but nothing's going to get past me too much in twice a week. I'm able to open it up and process it to get it ready for my husband because he does most of the paperwork let's be honest, all the paperwork at our house. So my job is to get the mail, but not every single day because those little things add up and I don't want to walk there and back or drive there and back every day. I think you're going to find that the tips today, it's not like any one of them is going to be earth shattering and life changing, but the sum of their parts, all of them together, makes a little bit of a difference. Can turn the wheel just a little bit. And that's really my specialty is small habits and small hacks, micro actions that will help change your life for the positive, hopefully. The second thing I do is I am fill my pills once a week years old. I take some recurring medication, you know, and also like a multivitamin, things like that. Nothing crazy, but enough that I want to be able to take it regularly. So I go ahead and even though it makes me feel 100 years old, I get a pill holder and I aim to fill it up once a week. If I'm just trying to take my pills out of the bottles or trying to remember or any of that, it doesn't work that well for me. So I go ahead and sit down in front of the TV Just deal them out like I'm dealing cards and fill those pills once a week. That gives me a chance to eyeball it and see if there's anything I need to purchase, anything I need to refill. And then I can also tell at a glance if I'm keeping up on taking my pills or not. One of the tells that I can tell when my life is getting a little busy is my pill taker, not my pill taker, excuse me, my pill holder will sit there on my counter for a few days too long. It's much better health-wise and efficiency-wise to just fill it up once a week at a certain time certain day, and then so you can take them regularly. The third efficient habit I have, sometimes, when I feel like it, is errands during lunch. So a lot of times I just have the desire during the middle of the day just to get a little breather from the building, come back fresh for my next class, or get some things done. Now I'm really fortunate with where my school is located that there are lots of places where I can do short one-off errands. There's a UPS store, there's a Walgreens, 
There's a Dollar Tree. I'm really fortunate that way. And like I said, I'm not going to exhaust myself and I'm not going to be coming in late or really harried or doing some heavy errands. Obviously, I can't do my grocery shopping. I'm not going to stash them at school. But little errands. Today, for example, I filled out my Walmart grocery order. Sometimes I'll call my mom, which is not an errand, but just another thing that I can use during that time. But I just really think about the habit stacking a little bit. Yes, I could spend that time on school tasks, and sometimes I do, but not all the time. So if you're just looking to switch gears a little bit, but still be productive, and you feel like you can't take the full lunch time as a break, you might consider doing a little bit of errand type of work during your lunch hour. And like I said, it just makes the errands feel a little bit lighter, a little bit more fun if I'm choosing to fill up my car during lunch or go to Walgreens and buy something that's per- not perishable during my lunch hour. So errands during your lunch, number three. The next area you can be efficient in your day, number four, is planning your takeout. So for us at our house, Wednesday nights are a regular time for takeout. My husband will generally eat at home on those nights. But my son and I, because this is his youth group night, will make sure that he probably gets a trip through the drive-thru for his takeout. And while he's at youth group, I'll go and sit probably a chicken salad chick, but anywhere else is fine where I can comfortably get some work done or some relaxation and plan on that evening for being takeout. What I like about that is it just takes the guesswork out of it. Am I going to be cooking on Wednesday night? No, it's always takeout night. You don't have to be married very long or a mother very long to know that sometimes just the very decision part of dinner can be so fatiguing. So if you just have that decision made ahead of time, even though it might cost more money, it might be less healthy. If we just know that that is a time that we're for sure going out to eat, it makes it a little bit easier for me to have some discipline to cook or provide some food on the other nights. And then it's a little bit of fun for me because I can think about where I might like to go or what I like to do for my planned takeout on that Wednesday night. Number five would not really work with my rural upbringing, but it sure does work where I'm living in the suburbs and traveling there right now, is using Waze or a similar app to skip the traffic. I will use Waze almost everywhere I go, even when it's not like I don't know how to get there, although I do have a terrible sense of direction. It's more about efficiency. When an accident can really just be crippling out here as far as time and traffic, or the traffic in general could really mess you up, I love to just have it on my phone so I'm sure that I'm aware of if something's going to be a problem or inconvenience. I can pad my time and I can be as efficient as possible getting from point A to point B. Nobody wants to sit in more traffic than they have to on the way home. The sixth tip, and then once again, these may all go under the completely obvious category, so if I'm being repetitive, please forgive me, is to set all your tabs on Chrome that you regularly use to open automatically. Something about it at school. I try to shut my electronics down pretty regularly. I don't know. I'm just, I want to make it sure everything's going to run okay, optimally, and not freeze up on me. So I'm pretty religious about shutting down at the end of the night. So consequently, every morning I need to open up. So I'm opening up my laptop, right? I'm also opening up my smart board. So for those reasons, there are things that I I use over and over, always the same. So go ahead and set those tabs. Maybe you clock in. Maybe you have music play online. That's why I always have open. Maybe you have other things like that. Set all those tabs, those recurring ones, or even if you have a certain, you know this week that you're going to be using six tabs of certain things for your lesson. Don't go ahead and painstakingly go to each of those. Go ahead and set the settings on Chrome so that all those tabs open automatically when you start up your computer. This might feel like torture to some of y'all, but the next tip is to try to pack basically the same lunch. 
Now, you, if you get bored, feel free to change it up, but I don't want to give a lot of thought and energy to what I'm eating the next day. And so when I'm ordering my groceries, I really can kind of bank on the same lunch. So recently it's been pepperoni, string cheese, some V8, and some prepackaged guacamole on repeat. Then I'll probably also have some yogurt and some um, fruit like berries in my fridge every single day. When I get tired of that, if it's no longer working for me health-wise or taste-wise or anything, I will change it. But for right now, I am very content to grab the same few things from my fridge every single day. And things that have a multi-pack like the V8s or the um, guacamole, I'll just go ahead and put them into my work fridge. Done. I don't want to be taking my limited time and brain power and thinking about what to have for lunch. And I'm definitely not ordering up at work every day. From an efficiency standpoint, it's not very efficient with my time, my energy, or my money. It's fun, but it takes it's a big time suck. Number eight is to have a well-stocked desk. And I'm talking everything. So I have thank you notes in there. Um, the other day, I got the supplies from the um, executive assistant at school for pens and post-its. Game changer. I was just scrounging around. Think about having plasticware on your desk. I have tea bags. I have cups. I have um, stevia. All those things to make your desk just at your fingertips, easy. And that way you never have to put off sending a thank you note because you don't have it in your desk. Or you're never able to sign that paperwork that you need to do because you can't find a pen. True story. We've all been there. So stock your desk. Number nine is make a game out of being efficient with your copies, your office trips, your visits to other teachers. Most of our schools are spread out enough that if you're not careful, you can eat up your whole planning time just by not organizing your trips. So think about it just like you would organize your trips when you go out to do your errands outside of school. Do the same thing in your school. If you're going down to check your mail and it's by the copier, go ahead and grab those copies that you're going to make. If you have a question at the front office, don't make three trips for three separate questions. Go ahead and make one trip and knock it out. Plan the route. You might even sit down a little bit. I have heard of people who assign different tasks to different days. Whatever it takes to keep you... Now, I do run all over the building, and I don't mind getting the steps in, but I also want to be a little more efficient with it. Along that same lines, it can strangely... I've noticed lately, as I've been collaborating a lot for certain events, it can strangely be more efficient to get up out of your seat and go find someone and talk in person than it ever would be with pinging emails back and forth. So be efficient with those copies, office trips, and visits. You know I love to give you a bonus tip, and your bonus tip is, for a lot of us, myself included, early morning might be better for some of your efficiency. As I get tired, as the day wears on, I have less emotional control, and I just get less efficient. Things just don't hit me as quickly. I'm just not right on it. So you might consider using those early morning times to really knock out the high-value tasks and see how efficient you can be with that before you even get to work. Think how accomplished you'll feel. So to sum up, here are some of the ways I try to be more efficient at home and at school. I get my mail twice a week. Fill pills once a week. Do your errands during lunch. Plan takeout. Ways or a similar app to skip traffic. Setting Chrome to open up all my tabs automatically when I open up Chrome. Packing the same lunch basically every day. Having a well-stocked desk at work. Being efficient with copies, office trips, and visits. And finally, your bonus tip, see if early morning might be better for you. I'd love to hear how you're more efficient at home and at school. 
bethduhan at me.com, or you can let me know in the Happier Music Teachers Facebook group. This week's verses of the day, Haggai 1, 5 through 7. Now this is what the Lord Almighty says, Give careful thought to your ways. You have planted much, but harvested little. You eat, but never have enough. You drink, but never have your fill. You put on clothes, but are not warm. You earn wages, only to put them in a purse with holes in it. This is what the Lord Almighty says, Give careful thought to your ways. Today's People Podcast and Promotion Spotlight shines on the podcast, Music Teacher Coffee Talk. In their own words, here's what it's about. We are Kodai-inspired elementary music teachers who love to share songs, activities, lessons, and ideas for the music room. That is so crystal clear for their vision, and it definitely shines through. Tanya and Carrie have 120 reviews on their podcast, and you know they're all positive. Um, What a helpful resource. This is not mindset. Mine is really mindset. It is tactical, nitty-gritty, day-to-day teaching, and man, are they good at their jobs and good at their podcasts. If you have not discovered this gem, musicteachercoffeetalkpodcast.com. Today's Mindset Minute is a sentence I heard in a sermon probably 15 years ago that still convicts me today and still comes to my mind frequently. The question is, are you humble and grateful or grumbly and hateful? Yes. Wow. So at our workplace, especially when we're overwhelmed and we're tired and it's close to the end of the semester, it, no one seeks out to be grumbly and hateful. That's not our goal. But like I said, it's easy to just kind of slide there, gradually get there with the company that you keep, where you put your mind, and all of a sudden you're in grumbly and hateful land and not humble and grateful land. So when you catch yourself like that, like I said, I don't believe in beating yourself up about it per se. Just pause, take a beat, get recentered, and think about who you really want to be for your students in your workplace, in your home, and flip that switch back to humble and grateful. Would you like to be in a Facebook group for music education, but you don't want to deal with the drama? Come join us over at the Happier Music Teachers Facebook page, some of the nicest people in the internet. Thank you for listening to the Happier Music Teacher. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe and tell a friend.